Everybody ready? Yep. Let's go. Ahsoka! Four Midwest Guys presents... Star Wars Rebels HQ. Battles leave scars. Some you can't see. All across. I'm afraid it's changing. I will never let my friends get hurt again. Your anger gives you strength. Governor Price, these rebels have proven particularly stubborn. How do you intend to solve this problem? I need someone who sees a bigger picture. To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not simply their battle tactics. But their history, philosophy, art. I must become more powerful. <laughs> Split the treasure. Oh, that's a classic. One last glorious day in the Grand Army of the Republic. Jedi am the light and the dark. They'll be the architects of their own destruction. The key destroying the city. Hello everybody and welcome back to Star Wars Rebels HQ. Tonight we'll be reviewing Season 3, Episode 19, Double Agent Droid. And here with me to help me do that is Mr. Ryan Ankebauer. He's back. What's up, what's up? What's going on, B? Not much, man. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. And as always, my brother Aaron. Hey, how's it going, man? Pretty good, dude. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. Alright, let's talk Rebels. Let's talk Episode 19, Double Agent Droid. Da-da-da-da! <laughs> Double Agent Droid. All right. Um, yeah, uh, this might be a little painful, but we'll get through it. Um, so we'll start off with, on the way to the Imperial base, the whole Ezra and Zeb don't have a whole lot of confidence in AP5. Maybe. What do you guys think? Or do you think it was just more a little hazing kind of going on? It could go either way, but it kind of just seems like a way to kind of fill out the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Yeah, not much to it. Yeah. Nope. I'll just, just for conversation's sake, I'll just say it's more teasing, I think, than a maybe personal. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that is kind of the relationship with Chopper as a whole. Yeah. So it, it would fit in. Okay. It's not completely out of character for anyone, so. Yeah. Also, it seems like uh, this, this seemed to me that AP5 was, uh, I don't know, he took the idea of being on a mission maybe a little too seriously or. Became well, a little took, bit full of himself. Yeah, he took being in charge of mission too seriously. But that's also kind of in character, so... Yeah. Like, he's a bit pompous, so... Right. And, and on that note, I mean, he finds Wedge's skill or protocol lacking. You're not wearing your helmet while you're flying, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he, he wants to make sure he blends in well, so he's checking off all this old, you know, Imperial checklist sort of things. Right. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I mean, basically, he was just going through... He's a He's a protocol droid right an inventory droid yeah so he was just there's a very black and white this is what you're supposed to do this is not what you're supposed to do if you're not doing it then you're lacking kind of thing kind of thing yeah off and on um he's obviously feels superior to chopper and we get that whole really annoying anything you can do i can do better back and forth back and which forth which really forth. like i know it's meant to be a joke and we also have like another kind of musical number towards the end uh yeah, but it really just seems like it just dragged on too long. Like you know, the, when there's Family Guy jokes that just takes the joke like three minutes too far. Yeah, I think they were trying to make it make a point so that Wedge is 
because the next part, Wedge is just really annoyed with him, and feel he kind of figures out. Well, now I know why nobody wants this mission. Well, supposedly, like but, it's like there's even like a cutscene in between them singing like the, the song, but, and the, they're still going. Well, they're not even singing; they're just going. I yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, yeah. I can. No, you can't. You know, it, it's kind of like two kids arguing in the back of a car. Yeah, you know, um, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Mm. Kind of a feel to it, but yeah, I thought it was a little over overkill too. Yeah, a little, a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is probably going to be a shorter podcast, by the way. Oh, folks. yes, it will. Um, so let's move on to Killin' Station. Uh, Killin' Station is on the planet Killin' 71. What I didn't know, realize when I did a little research, this was actually an ISB base. So this is like their FBI base. Right oh, now, okay. Which I didn't realize until I did a little little uh, work on it. To me, it kind of, when I saw it, I thought it might actually have even been uh, that Edu planet from Rogue One. Where, okay. Where Galen Urso was. Okay. Because I thought it looked similar. I thought, you know, it's built into a mountain. It wasn't storming and it wasn't night out, but mm. everything else looked kind of similar to me. Well, I mean, you have a lot of planets that have similar sort of atmospheres, like, just because you only have so many options, so. Right. It was just, uh, that's what I thought. But about, I don't know, that's understandable. Apparently it's just an ISB base, which I found was interesting. We'll go into a little bit of that mm. later. Um so AP5 goes through security fine, hmm. and Chopper sets off the alarm, but the stormtroopers miss it. I don't know how you miss it if you were supposed to be watching people go through security. I don't know. I guess Not it's only- one of those things, they, uh, they just don't take droids that seriously, which is, I think e- AP5 even makes that. Like, no wonder Chopper has succeeded at these things so many times. They just completely ignore us. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did make that point. It's a good yeah. point. Yeah, it was just... Not only I was thinking, I was like, stormtroopers only suck at shooting people; they suck at security. Yeah, it <laughs> did seem kind of off yeah. in general, but <laughs> you know, because it even beeps and they don't even look. They're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you're right; it could be the whole drone. Yeah, not but uh, I guess they also pick up on the fact that of Chopper because I guess Thrawn sent some sort of thing about like a memo out on him. Yeah, yeah, which seemed kind of weird, but I guess I could see it. I just don't know how far and wide memo spread in the empire well when it when it, it was these uh what in fact i've got this written down just so i got it right there it sets off the alarm and it goes to an imperial information office crew of imperial igv 55 surveillance vessel and that's where we meet controller lt319 okay and so L- is this kind of the first introduction of like a tech crew on the Imperial side? This would be the first time outside of the books that we've okay. heard. Because I've read, in uh, especially in New Dawn, there's a character who works for this same thing, this uh, Imperial Information Office. All She's right. kind of like So is the Information watcher. Office more or less technical support, or does it actually have a role beyond that? Their job is to listen. They're like the NSA oh, okay. of the, the Empire. Okay, they, fair enough. They listen in, and they report, and gather information okay uh yeah very much like well that's kind of funny i I feel like that's a modern addition to the (laughs) imperial empire yeah it's 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 they're not quite the cia because they don't go into action but they just listen watch and report yeah they just try to pick up as many like memos as possible yeah and then they report it on to the isb agents to do the dirty work so to speak fair enough but they're just like information collectors is what they are um, we're introduced to controller LT319. Um, he has the Lobot cybernetic implants, as does the rest of the crew. Uh, officially, for those of you playing at home, uh, it officially is called the AJ6 Cyberborg Construct. Everybody got that? 
AJ6 cyber construct. Construct, yeah. Um, <laughs> do, do we need to know this information for yep, later we on? we sure do. Is there a test later? There's going to be a quiz someday in Star Wars, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the AJ6 construct. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, what exactly does that construct do? Well, this that would be what we see, like, Lobot, where... That's his earmuffs? Like, yeah, well, it's that big round thing around his head. We also saw this in Season 1 with Sibo. Uh, uh, back way back in season one, when he was controlled, mind controlled. Well, he was yeah, he was <clears throat> he was crazy. But they stole all the information out mm-hmm. of his head, or they wanted to. Yeah, and he was responsible for parent, you know, Ezra's parents, and, mm-hmm. or knew as Ezra's parents, or whatever. So we no, have no, seen no, it, before. but I mean, like, what does like what does that actually do for like the person? Like, does it's, it allow them to connect to PCs or yeah, show them information? It's like or? cybernetic implant kind of stuff. Like, okay, it's. Uh, I'll go as far as to say it's a Star Wars version of the Borg, maybe, but not really. You know? Okay. But they're they're literally connected themselves are connected to hmm. the information. Okay. So they can. So process it's not quite more, like Matrix. So that's like a Bluetooth capability, I guess. Kind of, yeah. Wireless, wirelessly, yeah. Kind of like a Matrix thing, kind of, sort of, in a way, but not, you know. But they're okay. constantly connected to each other. And all Copy that. that. Matrix meets Star Trek meets Star Wars, kind of, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. So any like random cyborg sci-fi reference, just throw it in there. It's close enough. It's well, and that's probably what it stands for too. AJ six, the six different shows that you could possibly throw in there. <laughs> yeah, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, except yeah. now it's six degrees of cyborg. Six degrees yeah. of Lobot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess you could tie in cyborg from Justice League too now. Yeah, probably. So, also, is it just me or well, you guys may I don't. Do you guys know who Pablo Hidalgo is? Who? Pablo no. Hidalgo. Okay. Pablo Hidalgo is, um, he's kind of the keeper of uh, the um, the Star Wars information, or at least he used to be. They used to call it the, like the hollow net. Okay. It was the term Lucas gave it, and he was the keeper of it. Okay. The hollow net. Now he's part of the Star Wars um, team, the uh, the writing team, the okay. the storyboard team. So. Is that a real person? Yeah, he's a real person. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, talking about a fake person there for a second. No, no, it's a real guy. For a second, you're like, I don't remember that dude on the show at I all. I know. I was like, I'm something. I'm like, what the fuck is a hollow? He's net? in Rogue One, believe it or not. Okay, but um, I was like, what the fuck is a hollow? Net? He's also plays a <laughs> alien episode? in Episode Three. It's like um, a lightsaber, but like net. Yeah, but anyway, he's like the keeper. He's also he's the um, okay. Uh, you guys watch Rebels Recon with me, right? Everyone's no. Well. He's the guy who he's the guy that wears the funny shirt. I mean the funny hat. No, he's the guy that asks that it's always drinking coffee or something, and they that Andy asks asks questions, ask questions to. Oh, okay, that's him. So this guy to me looks a lot like Pablo, Pablo Hidalgo. Hidalgo. Okay, but he's not voiced by Pablo Hidalgo. He's actually voiced, believe it or not, by Josh uh, Gad. I believe is his name, who does the same voice of uh, the snowman in um, um, Frozen. I can't think of his name. Olaf. Olaf. Yes, thank you. So. Okay, and he's also done all those really cool Star Wars videos hmm. on YouTube never like, with Daisy Fuentes. Really? You're I kidding? How did you kid. get? A, you how have a daughter. How do you get away with not watching Frozen? I, mean, I haven't had to watch it. I'm sure Robin's watched it several times. Oh my god, I've dude! Had to watch you are Frozen. so lucky. I know. It's wow. not a bad movie, but like Especially you watched it daughter. like ten times. Well, to my defense, we tried to watch it at my house, and after that. We cut ice all day long, or whatever the fuck that song was yeah. at the beginning. I was. Beware I was the out. Frozen yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was out. I was sleeping. Wow. And, and Caitlin woke me up when it was over. Okay. Well, at least you got to sleep through it. That's yeah. good. 
Yeah, you're really lucky with a girl. I've watched that so many times. Oh my god! Now we've seen Moana three times already. Yeah. <laughs> Have you really? Wow. Oh yeah. At least it's cute. God bless the Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> there you go. All right, so uh, moving on. So AP five pretty much completes his mis- mission with ease, and I yeah. think he lies pretty good too. I don't know. Yeah, like I think he runs into like one other droid that's like the same model as him. He's just like, oh, yes. you've been uh, the female PZ seven, the yeah. female version. Easy seven, easy seven, and he's just like, oh yeah, you've been uh, redeployed to this area. She's like, okay. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. that's that. Didn't even say it. it was. He made the comment like, "Wow, that was really easy." Yeah, yeah I was like, "Oh, I completely understand." And he walks off. I think he also makes a like joke about like, "Oh, I can't believe I'm the same type of droid as that." Yeah. So stupid. Also, where the hell is everybody? If this is an ISB base, especially, <laughs> there's nobody around. There's two stormtroopers. Outside the door. Well, apparently they thought it was like it was camouflaged. Break. They didn't think anyone was going to show up. <laughs> and the PZ7 droid, and they walk. He walks right into the control room and downloads the information. Yeah, this is no an ISB that. base. I mean, yeah, I F- don't know. You wouldn't be able to do that here. You wouldn't be able to walk in the FBI and start downloading files. I don't know. You would hope I don't not. know. I, I hope might not. Be, might, might be able to. I you hope can, not. You can jump I, the feds <laughs> to the White House now. So that yeah, seems to be a thing. Fifteen minutes. That. I saw that. Yeah, that seems to be a thing. Like who? There was a stand-up comedian that was doing a joke about that. Like where someone jumps the White House, runs in, ashes in the first guard, and just like runs around for like twenty minutes. And like twenty like days earlier, like a week or two earlier, they caught the dude with just a trunk full of guns. And, like, an actual X over, like, a map that had, like, of the D.C. area of the White House. It's like, uh, oh. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. That's, that's a bit security. off topic. But, but maybe the uh, Imperials took a note from, you know, Washington, D.C. security. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the place just seems completely deserted to me. And also, the other problem I have with the scene, why doesn't he take more than the Lothal Codes? He's yeah, like there's he, nobody there. He, he can, can pretty just sit much there and download the really entire wants. database. I mean, at, at this well, point. because probably a good chunk of the database. No, nothing it, else. what I what I think it was is back to the fact that he is a protocol. He's droid. a protocol droid, basically. So his task was to get those codes. So that's what he's doing is just getting those codes. He didn't expand his, his to get more than what he needed. He just got the codes and he was leaving. I know, he's kind of expanded on his programming in the past, though. Like kind of. Like, in bits and pieces, just not, like, super heavily, but he's built on it. But I think this was one of those, like, he wanted the mission to succeed because he's in charge, and so it's like, this is the mission, this is what we're going to do, we're going to get out. And I'm going to get the credit for it. Yep. Okay, that's fair. Um, Okay, so Chopper gets reprogrammed. Uh, kind of gets to take control of fairly fast, even though they say he kind of resists. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, that's much... probably just in terms of storyline, but... I don't know, like, I like wasn't aware no you could just... wall or anything, you know? Yeah, like, it was weird you can reprogram a droid that easily, because I assumed, like, there's some built-in personality. I assume that's a longer process where you actually have to kind of mm-hmm. have a direct access to, like, like a main part of it. But really, it's just kind of going through, like, the, his little USB cord thing. Well, not only that, but it's not like he's... <laughs> this is going to sound weird. It's not like he's R2-D2. R2-D2 literally plugs in. Chop just kind of uses his... His yeah, robot it's a little arm. key thing. Yeah, he's just using his robot arm to turn it. So you think he just, you know, release the arm and yeah. <laughs> sever the connection. I don't know. Like, there's a know. few bits of this that is really just you're just kind of jumping over plot holes. A little like, bit. It feel yeah. There are times it felt like this was kind of thrown together. 
I, I don't know. Like, we can talk about it more later. It, it could just be one of those episodes they wanted to have more fun with, or maybe they just didn't have the budget to really go too far out with it. So it's, I guess, I don't know. Uh, it there was like, a lot with this episode. It, it's a you know a show that does really good on like the end parts of the season and on the center part, and, and there's some little bits in between. But yeah, if they're putting more and more of like their like time into like some of the higher bits, like towards the end of the season or the beginning or whatever. Right. That, it could be taking up more of the budget, uh, so where you don't really have too much left over for episodes like these. I guess. Um, this is not a really action-packed episode at all. No, no, no it's not. It's actually pretty low on action. Um, so, uh, let's just keep trying to painfully get through this. Uh, back on the Imperial Shutter. 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 It's good enough. Let, let's keep going. Yeah, that's what this episode's worth. Um... Chopper's new attitude. Uh, he uses manners. He compliments everybody. And he brings Wedge a carton of blue milk, which I thought was a nice touch. It was kind of funny at first. And it's kind of funny seeing AP5's like reaction to it. Just like, no, I don't trust this. What the fuck are you up to? Right. Like, And it's funny for a couple of minutes, but then it just drags on. Well, he picks up on it. Like he said, you use a code 16. That's an imperial term. You're in rust mm. mode. What? What are you doing? Yeah. He picks up on it pretty quick. Yeah. He's like around it, him all the time, too. Yeah. It also, it's like almost instantaneous. And then, like, you have to spend, like, another five or ten minutes of no one believing him. Oh, yeah. That, well, really, it's almost the entire episode till the very end, right? Nobody. That's part of the theme of the episode. Nobody's listening yeah. to AP5. Yep. That's true. Because it's really kind of an, an overall theme of people ignoring the yeah. droids. Period. Though I actually. In this episode's defense, I do find AP5 trying to follow Wedge into the bathroom to talk to him. Yeah, that's super funny, We actually. finally get to find out what a bathroom looks like in Star Wars, and apparently it's not called the bathroom, it's called the Refresher. Yeah. 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 Which is a stupid name. Uh, it's, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was refresher. Like, Where's the Where's the Refresher? <laughs> I have to use the Refresher. <laughs> what? It, it sounds like a weird lemonade drink, if we're being honest. <laughs> Yeah. But you don't want that lemonade drink. It's not. I mean, it no kinda, one does. Kind of goes along the lines of restroom, but yeah, not really. Yeah, I don't really. You know, I gotta go freshen up. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of that sort of thing. That's what it's, they're going for. It's but... really weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, you can make the argument with different species in the universe that's going to work differently. Sure. I don't know if they've gone into that. Probably not. <laughs> Probably don't need to. But it's just weird, like that. You think there'd be just a different term than refresher? I guess. I guess they just wanted to make up something new for bathroom. I don't know why. I would think bathroom would be universal, but that's just me. Or restroom would be universal. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Or you know, private facilities or something. 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 The loo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's just keep moving. Um, so we'll get back to the ghost. AP5 still trying to get everybody's attention. Even Wedge goes, they're playing some sort of spy game. He yeah. thinks it's a game between him and Chopper. And yeah. All, all this. Yeah, they all think it's just them being assholes to each other, essentially. Yeah. I don't know. The thing that's kind of weird about that is, like, Hera, who's been around this droid for so long, doesn't seem to pick up on Chopper being completely different. Even though at the beginning of the show, she's the one closest to Chopper out of anyone on the ship. Yeah, outside of AP5, she knows him best. Um, yeah. And it, it, she, you would think that the minute she sees him trying to download the hyperspace logs, 
that that would have been a huge red flag right there, and she'd be t- trying to turn him off right there. Yeah. Right. Instead of walking out of the room to tell everybody, I think you might be right about Chopper. Um, Which makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Like, if you can just instantly be like, nope, off. Yeah. Because like, was- you could turn him off. Talk to other people and then deal with the situation. Well, yeah, and then run a you know run antivirus software, or whatever. Yeah, you know, like I'm sure viruses are a common thing even in the you know Star Wars universe. Precisely, like you have to do it occasionally. Like he's just going you know dealing with imperial like s- systems all the time. It's bound to pop up. You would think I don't know, especially after everything she's been through. Yeah, you know that 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 would be the first thing she does anytime a droid goes on a mission. Mm. Make sure that they're not they haven't been screwed with. You yeah. Know? Oh, I'm right. sure it's a common issue, right? I would think. I would think it would be a security also, protocol thing. And if it's not, then, like, wouldn't that be a flaw the Rebels should be exploiting on the Imperial side? Like, if you can just that easily take over, like, random droids? Right, exactly. Or she even says that she... To Chopper, well, you know I delete your, your files as a security protocol. She always does security protocols to yeah. begin with, so why doesn't she do it here? Yeah. I just don't understand. It just it was out of character, it felt like. Yeah, there's a few just things that are just kind of weird. And then by the time you do actually have her figure it out, she gets super pissed off about it and then almost fries Chopper, which somehow blows up his ship. Yeah. I have no idea how the mechanics of that work. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, yeah, we'll get to there. I, I agree with you. Though. That's another, another. That's a discussion. Like they here wirelessly the send so much energy to the ship or to like the NSA thing <laughs> that it blows up the entire damn thing. It does. That makes no fucking sense. We'll get to it. Hold on. Hold on. Nope. We'll get there. I promise. Um, the other thing that comes up when Chopper traps them or tries, he gets them all in the cargo hold. I'm not sure why they all go. I mean, even AP5 seems to call him out on it, and Ezra calls him a coward for it. And yet they all still fucking go down. You only need a couple people. It's a droid. Ezra's a Jedi. And, you know, I think he yeah, can handle it. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I mean, it was. It just felt, like, forced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really badly. I, I don't understand. I didn't understand. I was like, okay, so now Ezra's walking around without his lightsaber, obviously, because you could just use your lightsaber to get through that grate. Right. Exactly. There's a good point there. I didn't think about that. I'm like, um, <laughs> what are we doing here? This is kind of stupid. <laughs> like, there's, the characters are less intelligent because it benefits the plot for them to be yes. less intelligent. Yes. Yeah. And you would think also protocol would dictate don't leave the cockpit unattended when you're in Imperial space, especially. Uh, I don't know. Call me crazy. Come see this. Yeah. See what? See what? <laughs> Let's go, everybody. Come Everyone, on. come on. It'll be great. Uh, What's that? There's ice cream and pizza in the cargo hold. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Party. Um, and then it's AP5 to the rescue. I did kind of like the small battle outside. It was kind of kind of cool to see Chopper with blasters and mm. flying around trying to take AP5 out kind of sort of maybe yeah. you say so I'm trying here Brian I'm trying <laughs> 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 alright so here we go here's your point Aaron Chopper shop, shocked back to normal actually how does that bring him back to normal outside of just destroying the NSA building I like, well, that's the other thing. So, like, because should you still have to kind of technically reprogram him back? That's what I was thinking. It would have been better, like, or she, you'd have to like destroy like whatever program they installed on him to take control well, over. Well, not only that, but it would have been. I'm assuming it's because they destroyed the array and destroyed the connection. 
But you would think the programming would still be in him to be taken over later. Yeah. Even if you didn't wipe him clean by shocking the shit out of him. Well, in even the process. that, you didn't have a direct control over him. You would think there'd still be a protocol for him to follow if that like got disconnected. Yeah, and I and I know it's for a, whatever reason. It's a fantasy world, but you know, if I run my vacuum cleaner too close to that my old computers, I would shock the shit out of them through, and they would fry. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't. Boards are probably still. Yeah, like you don't destroy viruses by shocking the shit out of your computer. Right. I would think he would be completely fried. Every sensor. I don't know, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, well, just like you said, it seemed kind of odd. And then they shocked the shit out of him, and they're like, come on, Chopper. Yeah. Are you still in there, Chopper? Yeah. Yeah. Chopper, you there? And it's like, hey, hello, how's it going? Like, what the fuck? I know, I was like, she's she's like, she's super pissed off. She's like, oh, yeah, well, fucking take this. Shocks the fuck out of him. And then she's like, oh, my God, Chopper, I'm so sorry. Are you there, buddy? Are you there? Kind of the thing is like, like, she's pissed off they took over her droid. Because that's her droid and she cares about it. And then proceeds to just shock the fuck out of I it. I know. And then she's all all concerned. She like, does a 180 a, and is like, oh, Chopper, are you there, buddy? Come back, come back. Like, I'm it's like, a what? really, like, bipolar moment in <laughs> terms of just, like, switching from, like, one emotion to <laughs> that's another. That's a good man. point. Bipolar hair. There we go. <laughs> but that's not, like, that's actually pretty out of character for her, to be honest. Like, usually she's pretty collected. Usually. Usually she is. She's usually the, the stoic, steady one. Yeah. In this case, not so much. Even though the mechanics of this scene make no fucking sense I, in any way. The only thing I can take away from it is don't piss her off because apparently she doesn't give a fuck, fine fuck about, flying fuck about you yeah. <laughs> when she's pissed off. True. <laughs> Just as long what, as she gets to make needs a point. to kill my enemy? Okay. okay. Come back, buddy. Come back. Come on. We're going to blow you up later. You're going to take out a couple more ships for me, guy. All right, let's get to the, the the final scene. I like I like this. Not everybody did. Um, I think I this is the was, highlight of this. I thought episode. it was. I thought it was the highlight, and I thought it was funny. Um, AP five, the musical. Um, it had kind of a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy vibe, and I don't know if that's because he sounds like the robot from Marvin. Marvin from yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide, but he, he does a little. The whole scene just kind of. It, took, it has like, a weird, like, yes, void of nothingness, take me. Like, yeah. Is that really kind of almost borderline depressed sort of, yeah. Yeah. like, take like, on oh, it? Oh, it's so quiet, eyes peaceful, and yes. and then he's like, no, no, oh, go no away. Way. I was so happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's ironic that it took him to be by himself to yeah. finally be happy. <laughs> Except for, like, the baby goldfish things oh, whatever they are you're talking about the nebre yeah yes. which is the second like aquatic space. animals we've seen just browsing around space apparently space fish are big in the space aquatics space aquatics there but we that's go that's the thing like that you don't see like them in any of the films but you see them like multiple times in rebels so apparently they are a thing I, and there's like multiple hey, species. Hey, you know what? Rebels is a uh, canon, guys. So it, there we go. It's there. They exist. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Squales when, and nebrays. Squales and nebrays and baby. Like squales. when are we seeing like the space jellyfish? Like They're that coming. sounds kind of cool. It's common. That would be kind of cool. You know, at least you get like a billion of them around you. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Like it just kind of messes with like the like force jellies. <laughs> force jellies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was like the best part of the entire episode. I thought, I thought, like, I think this is actually a good clip. It's just the rest of the episode's kind of. I slow. actually like laughed out loud. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, this—that's pretty. Damn like you funny. see him actually almost start singing, and it's just yeah. like he's that happy. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's I'm funny. So happy, I was so happy. Hilarious. 
All right, guys. So um, we've done our best, and we got 26 minutes out of it. So let's do. It's fun. amazing got that one. I know, right? Yeah. Let's do final thoughts and grades. All right, Brian. Uh, Set your back, sir. Uh, first final thought and grade. Uh, let's go with a D. Okay, man. Yeah. yeah, maybe not even a D. But wow. I'll go with it. I'll go with a yeah. D. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, ooh, a new episode of Rebels. Turn on the TV, and I'm like, oh, it's a droid episode. I don't like those to begin with. And I was, I was like, oh, my God, this is an re- even worse droid episode than the last droid episode we had. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, the only high point was the 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 one the one spot where they took on the I can, anything you could do, I can do better. Yeah. Went too long. Yeah. But it was started out, was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And yeah. then it was like, okay, when's this going to end? And then at the very end, we get the... Uh, I'm you know, trapped in space. Yeah. yeah, like it was like it was like he's like I'm happy and you know, it's so peaceful and everything else, and then he sees the light coming towards him and he's like, no, 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 <laughs> go away. <laughs> so that was that was what saved saved you from an F from an F. Yeah, yeah, I'll you know I'll build off that. It's just this could have been put anywhere else it, almost. It I mean, really does destroy the momentum. Yeah, from the previous I mean, episode. We, we had a pretty strong episode last. The last episode was fairly strong. With Mamatha and the, mm. the coming out of the rebe- rebellion, bringing the rebellion together, we we know what we know next week is uh, or this coming Saturday is uh, uh, Twin Sons, which mm. is the big theme for with Maul and Kenobi yeah. from the previews we've seen. So I don't know. They did this last year too. It seemed like we had that when we introduced AP Five, which th- that episode was better than this one. Yeah, but we had kind of like a lull. They gave us a lull before they finished really, really well, strong. The thing is like. You pretty much have Twin Suns, and you have the season finale, which is like two episodes, but it's playing as one, right? Mm-hmm. So we have like two more weeks. Yeah. You really, and this episode really would have been fine, even like second episode in the season. Well, that's what I mean. They like it really anywhere. Yeah, they really could have. Yeah. Like you really could have just done the you know Mon Mothma episode, mm-hmm. then the Darth Maul Kenobi episode, and then whatever they're finishing out with, mm-hmm. and that'd been a pretty good like momentum building run through, I think. I I agree 100%. In fact, I'm going to I'll give it my lowest grade I think yet for Rebels. I'm going to go C minus, you know, that and again it it it's the comedy at the end that kind of kept it from being a D for me and that says a lot for me. I don't know, but like is there any other redeeming features like they mentioned Thrawn, kind of, but it doesn't really it play does, into anything. They don't really mention, you like, know... This episode really doesn't have yeah. any impact on the greater plot. I mean, yeah, they got the they got the codes for Lothal. I mean, that's the only part that connects to the, the greater the greater storyline. Yeah. But other than that... Well, yeah, but like you, you know, could have mentioned that like as a side thing sure, like, it in could another have been, episode. You could have done this right at the beginning of the second half of the season, right after they did the two-part... Um, uh, aliens. Uh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a good one. I remember that episode. Yeah, the uh, very memorable. The insects. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, bug planet. Yeah, the yeah. Bug it was the uh, yeah. one that had the kind of rogue one. That name. Uh, it had the. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, wake up at three in the morning and go. That's it. Um, yeah, it had the uh, one dude with the respirator from Rogue One. In it. Yes, yes, it had. I know uh, Saul Guerrero in it. And, uh, but anyway, so yeah, they could have done that right after that, and it would yeah. have been perfectly fine. And I would have probably enjoyed it more. I prefer no. 
if you no, wouldn't have enjoyed it. It would have been better. It, it was still to suck. That episode still it still would it still would have sucked, but it wouldn't be at the end of the season. Yeah, I, it would have still true. sucked, but it wouldn't have destroyed the momentum going towards the end. True. Of the season. If I tell Dave Filoni anything, make the end of the last five episodes of the season incredibly strong and finish strong. Yeah, that that would be my. Well, yeah, my but Rebels has that kind of weird up and down pacing. I know, to it. I know. Like they that's like, really how they've kind they of. They like built to it do into. their little build. You know, they like to do these sharp builds and sharp. Down like a little I don't know, but yeah, I give it a D. Aaron, what do you? Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably also give it a D. And it's fine if you want to give it a D. Like it's borderline. Like let's be honest, the comedy prevents it from just being an F. Like if there's no other really redeeming features for this episode, yeah, outside of a few funny bits here and there. And honestly, that's with still going with the assumption that there's jokes that fail and feel forced. Like, the, only, like, some of the jokes kind of pass, if we're being honest. And honestly, the other critique I would have this episode, I don't feel that Wedge would act the way a Wedge did. Just knowing like him he seemed from out of character. Yeah, I, I just don't see Wedge being the... Well, I mean, yeah, that's true goofy, of Hera as well, though. The goofy, go-along kid. I, I don't know, maybe it's just because they're trying to betray him younger, but I don't see a guy who's, who attacks the Death Star, survives that, is in the Battle of Hoth, survives that, and survives the Battle of Endor pretty damn good pilot pretty damn you know heroic mm. person i just don't see that person acting the way he did in this episode yeah well i, I mean you know I well, don't... there's a couple characters that either seem less intelligent normal or just seem out of character like kara seems kind of all over the place for the episode yeah and also where's ezra's jedi powers in this whole episode yeah especially when they get trapped like brian said where's his lightsaber or just use the force yeah yeah, yeah just all ignored just yeah. There's a lot of little plot holes where it's just like, don't worry about them, just run them over. Yep. Yeah, it's a clear D. Okay, so now that you've heard us finish pitching and you want to listen to us pitch more, no, I'm just kidding. If you actually, if you do like this podcast or if you like all of our podcasts, uh, please go. It's real simple, real easy to find us now. Go to the number four, MidwestGuys.com. Dot com. Dot com. There you'll find uh, iTunes, you'll find our Podbean, you'll find uh, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher. Uh, it's all the links there to follow us as well as all of our podcasts are there. And guess what? Our podcasts are categorized now. So if you just like listening to Rebels, you click the Rebels link at the top of the page and you get just the Rebels episodes. If you like our new Binge Watch series, you click Binge Watch. If you like Marvel DC Kings, click Marvel DC Kings. You get all just those podcasts. Or if you will listen to them in chronological order, you still can. It's all one-stop shop. Again, the number four, MidwestGuys.com. Again, the number four, MidwestGuys.com. Again, the number four, MidwestGuys.com. Is there a reason to do it that many times? And the loop. And the loop. And the loop. (laughs) Yes, that's actually me saying it three times, and I didn't edit myself. Um, Yeah, repetition is the best way to learn. Did you know that? Yes. Probably why I didn't do well. In I learned school. I learned that in sales when I was in sales. Anyway, all right. So there we go. So there's my sales pitch. Hopefully it was good. All right. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. And welcome back, by the way. Thank you. And Aaron, thanks for joining us always. Yep. No problem. And this is B. Willie saying, "May the force be with you always."